2: Hello everyone and welcome to another week of One and a Half Gays. Woo! Yeah, the podcast where we dissect a topic that's been occupying our young queer minds. Nice? My name's Theo. My, My name is Jordan. Jordan. Mm, and um <laughs> this week. This week. I'll be taking the help. Well, actually not really. We have this a lot to talk about for this one. Do it's we? It's a joint well, effort, I feel. It's a joint effort one, yeah. I have a lot to talk about. about. <laughs> Going by the title, it's you the can title you can tell that this is gonna be Two very similar characters, really. It's going to be a wee very face-off. Very similar arcs, yeah. Yeah, uh, of Carrie and Matilda. Jordan will be taking Carrie on his side. I'll be taking Matilda on mine. I was, was going to say, say, should we introduce, we introduce our, players? our players? Choose your player. Oh, I haven't prepared. Copy. Choose mm. your player. Thanks, everybody. See, I, I can't hear seen. that when he does that. <laughs> <laughs> <Lol>. <laughs> I'm doing it right now, G- Oh, We are so... Quacky. Slow. Right. Um. So, so, who are you, are you taking, taking under your wing okay. this week? Matilda, five Matilda. and a half years old. She. Oh, she can move things with her mind. No, she can't. She, she has, has telekinesis. telekinesis. Yeah, her parents hate her. Why? Oh, because they didn't want a child. Does
1: she, Does she have, have both parents? parents? She has both
2: children. Interesting. <laughs> she <laughs> has both, both chi- children.
1: You it <laughs> <heard laughs> her she first. Heard Matilda has
2: both, both children. Um. Yeah, she 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 does loves to read. Oh yes, I love to read. Oh yes. She, she loves, loves to read. read. We oh, by the way, context, uh context. in case you haven't, you don't know. Can you stop? No. no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. you're like ad-libbing my sentences. Your sentences. Ad-libbing. Ad-libbing. <laughs> <laughs> no, um we love Matilda. We, we do. The original film. Uh we quote it literally literally every day. Every, every waking, waking moment. moment. There's some attempt um, to move to be fallen. Yeah. Much too good for children. Sharpe, Javelin, throw. Right. Um, I love it. Such, such a good level. You squirt Sparrow's good at all.
3: But a tangible guy, is you hiding here? <laughs> <Did> you
2: should <laughs> eat your ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh yes, I love to read. Oh yes. Oh yes, I love to read. What else? Oh, we oh, decked What is that? <laughs> I'm meaning Moby Dick. Moby what? It's <laughs> um, some fucking joke. Time to get... Oh, what is it? What, what is, is this? this? What Who um, says said Sticky it? with Mickey! Mickey! Yeah. Wait, hold on. You I chose need to get these box. all off my. I chose Lux. <laughs> you chose bucks. I chose Lux. <laughs> yeah, so much, so much. Ah, oh, Jen. What's up? What? Mr. Franchible says it, it to you, Jennifer, Jennifer Honey. Honey. What? Oh Jen.
3: I, I use know, that quite a lot
2: because my mom's, mom's name is Jenny. Jenny. I've been
0: busy!
2: That's from the, that's from the new one, actually. That's, uh, yeah, are oh, wow. we getting ahead of ourselves? New... Okay, anyway. Anyway. We could go on for it. Stop it. <laughs> Start, Start it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we go, could go, go on forever talking about the quotes from Matilda. We actually could. I, I
3: feel, feel like we good. could rehash the script if we tried
2: i did sorry, I just swallowed into the mic. We that? Can you imagine? We do like a dramatic rereading? Oh, I don't know if that's a lie. We should do one of those
3: things, it's like, where we show the video, but we do the voices. <sighs> that's fucking jokes. I love those videos. Shabat. It could be like put, a Belfast Javlin, Matil- Matilda. It could
2: be like, like a Belfast Matilda. Matilda. Shop. Shabat. No. Hammer throw. No, because it has to be that voice. Shabat. Hevelin. Hammer Hammerthrow.
3: Chatbot,
0: Javelin,
2: Hammer
3: <laughs> Right, get to <laughs> it. Get it's got to where it I was.
2: Anyway, we love Matilda. We do. Who are you doing? I'm doing
3: Carrie White. Carrie Car- White. Scary white. She's 16 years old. She's just under her period. She lives in oh, a single parent school.
2: just under her period at 16. 16? Mm-hmm. She's a bit bloomer, hun. V- v- Very? Very? No, I don't know wait whoa i don't know yeah that yeah. makes sense i suppose if, no, that i forgot that yeah she i suppose she is like yeah. very much no very
3: much so i don't i don't no, know I'm not, i don't Well, i journey. remember
2: like going on primary school like late like p7 really that we're talking about yeah and like maybe. year eight maybe maybe it was anyways
3: she's 16 she's just started her period she lives with her very overtly religious mother margaret white
2: because that's like 11 years old anyway it doesn't matter go on <laughs> She
3: lives with Margaret White, her mother. Yeah. Um, and she goes to high school and she's quite an outcast. You
2: know, yeah. She's uh-huh. the
3: girl who always got the kick me sign on her back. She's the girl Classic. who always got shoved into a locker. That sort of stereotype, that sort of girl.
2: That sort of um stuff. I love that sort of uh, uh, stuff. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. So tell me about your source material, do you?
2: Uh, where did Matilda come from? Where did Matildi, Matildi, Matilda Maddie come Matilda. from? Well, actually, go away. What? Sorry, it said on my laptop. <laughs> it came up with a big prompt. Go away. Big prompt. So basically, written by Roald, Roald Dahl. So it was written by Roald Dahl. Uh, I love him. Yeah. What else he wrote? Oh God, Walker. Willy Wonka. Um, amazing chocolate here.
3: Willy, Wonka. Willy Wonka. Willy
2: Wonka. Everybody get that cheer. Um, he wrote the Twits. Ezio Trot. Why am I Ezio Trot Tortoise Backwards? I've never
3: Never heard heard of that. There is a
2: film version of Judy fucking Dent Jordan and Dustin Hoffman. Ulio Trot? What's it called? Ezio Trot.
3: Ezio Trot? Yeah. Never heard
2: of that. Danny Champion of the World. Icon. Did he write the BFG? Yeah, literally, like his, his biggest one. Yeah, his loveless medicine, medicine. James on the Giant Peach. He's oh, kind he of with the peach. He he wrote the peach, the one that he Timothy wrote Chalamet. The peach.
3: <gasps> he wrote the peach and, and called me by your name. Heard it here first.
2: <laughs> Weird. He's written a lot. Why did he, he...
3: fucking didn't stop? Did he? We Welsh boy. Is he Welsh?
2: Well, yes.
3: Well, does Welsh? I thought he was scandinavian
2: I think he is, but I mean, I think he just grew up in Mills. I'm completely. I don't know, actually. I, thought... I remember reading Boy. One of his boy. Books, which is boy. Okay.
3: And he talks about sailing somewhere, and there's big, like, cliffy mountains. Like, couldn't be wheels on my mind?
2: There's mountains and wheels.
3: I like to think of it as, like, a flat countryside.
2: No, no, literally not. It was I very mountainous. I haven't
3: been to wheels.
2: No. Okay. It's a very mountainous region. I guess. We'll never know. We um... We'll never know. No, yeah, okay, so written yeah. by Roald Dahl, uh, 18, 18, lol, fuck off, no, 1988. <laughs> and you know what, it, it sold 17 million copies, yeah, 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 and it, wow. I think it's his best-selling book, um, okay. but only as of kind of recent, I think, 2016. Wait,
3: how many million copies? 17. Wow, that's, wow. What's <laughs> your reaction?
2: Wow, yeah, yeah. That's,
3: that's, that that that's a lot.
2: That's like a lot. Copies. Yeah, um, I don't know how if... many of the Bibles made. There
3: will be a few less.
2: <laughs> no, Imagine a reality where more work. people
3: have copies of Matilda in their house and they do the Bible. That's the world I want to live
2: in. Mm. <laughs> um, Yeah, outsold all of his other works. Uh, I think only recently, 2016. So yeah, big, big wow. book for him. Big, big it was a big him. year for him. <laughs> right, <laughs> He was dead, Isn't long it? dead. And like, when when did he d- die? 1990... He has- no, I don't know, 1990, 1991. He was, he was old enough. Oh. Actually, he wasn't. He was like 70-something, but like... If you're not making the 80s, you, that's not old enough to be dying for me. Exactly, you're right.
3: Um,
2: I'm not saying that you should die if you're 80.
3: Theo said call them. Um,
2: Wait, sorry, the roses are back.
3: The, the roses are back, <laughs> we're polishing off my Christmas sweets.
2: Um, uh, you put them in between us. Yeah, because I want to share. I don't go to Do not you want to, or then? are you just doing it because you feel bad?
3: To. If I felt Ooh, bad, I wouldn't I would... care. I have no more
2: oh wait is this a caramel Um, oh it does oh god what year was matilda
3: released sorry i missed that 1988.
2: 1988? yeah fairly recent day really yeah in my mind will dallas a pre-world war one boy yeah well he was born 1916 sorry
3: that's so matilda's younger than my character what Because Carrie, the book came out in
2: 1974. oh hmm. Wait. Are you trying to say that World Dog copied Stephen King? I think World Dog copied. Well, actually, I'll get into a wee fact about the book after. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So I tell wasn't you originally the way it was, it? but go on. What? Shall I tell you about my experience? So tell me about Carrie. So, Carrie so, White, Carrie
3: had the character, comes from the book, Stephen King's first book. Oh! Carrie. hmm. You didn't know that. And it was released on the 5th of April, 1974. But when the hardback was released, it sold just 13,000 copies.
2: In, in the what? That was when the hardback was released.
3: But when the paperback was released a year later, it sold over a million copies. Oh, wow. Well. In its first year of publication. So it like really picked up a bit of speed. And after this, yeah. this paperback release of over a million sales motivated Stephen King to quit his job as an English teacher uh-huh. and focus on writing full time
2: interesting do you know whenever I mean, he must be old he's a bit old. he yeah. was an english teacher in 1974 yeah like proper had a big job like proper settled like, job nineteen seventy four. this is another fun fact well he because teachers get paid
3: shit. we knew this he didn't have a phone he had to sell his phone when you mean, like to put food on the table and he wrote carrie on his wife's typewriter
2: what do you mean, by phone he
3: didn't have a phone
2: what's that going to do with the typewriter but This is just to show
3: you how, like, he didn't have money. Oh, right, okay. He was, like, a poor boy. Even though he, like, had a big job of everything, he, like, did not have anything. What was, okay. This was really, like, his life-changing, a like, pinnacle moment. Right. And the motivation for <laughs> writing Carrie, basically, whenever he was, like, growing up, um, I think he was 17 at this stage, Um, his brother worked in work summers as a janitor uh, uh high school. And for one summer, Stephen King worked there, and one day he was supposed to scrub the rust stains off the walls in the girl's shower uh-huh. and he noticed that the showers unlike the boy showers had chrome U-rings <laughs> with pink plastic curtains attached. <laughs> okay. And he just went, that's weird. And then that sort of prompted him later on in life when he started to write car well he was, you know creating the concoction that would become Carrie. Right. Um, he sort of thought he was like, what if there was no privacy? Wait, he went, what if there weren't curtains in the girls' gym?
2: Sure. And then that's the whole period thing. Period. Yeah. oh then, sorry.
3: Literally, then he like had the idea like this one girl starts to have her period when there's no privacy, only she doesn't know what it is. And the other girls do start horrified, amused, start like pelting or sanitary napkins, and the girl begins to
2: scream like all that blood. Very dramatic. This prompted Carrie and it was also based
3: off two women he knew.
2: You've taken this long way. I so
3: I I get really you know into anyway. I, I mean, see,
2: some huh? Okay. Basically, he
3: this off like two outcasts that he knew growing up, but they had both died. They had both committed suicide before he started to write Carrie. So uh, he almost wrote it as like a memory. One of the girls he knew was actually called. One second, I'll just look at my notes because I have her name saved. Tina White. Tina. Tina White. Weird. And Sandra Irving. Okay. Became Carrie White,
2: uh huh,
3: which is madness. And he also wrote the telekinesis bit in because he read an article in Life magazine suggesting that at least some of the reported poltergeist activity might be telekinetic phenomena, and that some evidence was given to suggest that young people might have such powers. The article said in Life magazine, especially girls in early adolescence, right around the time of the first period. Okay. So, all oh. these ideas. <laughs> Just concocted themselves into the story of Carrie
2: White. Carrie.
3: And that's how Carrie White, beautiful, incredible novel, which was also my first Stephen King read. That's how that all came to be.
2: Well done. Well done. Nice. I mean, I have we know about the about the book? But I had that my wee bonus facts. Oh, session. I had more bonus
3: facts about the book. No, so. Don't worry, Jesus please.
2: fucking Christ! I, I told you know. I love Carrie. It was, it was my, my first, first like
3: <sighs> horror film obsession <sighs> when I was younger.
2: Right. But well, I, I mean, terrible. should I just tell you my wee thing about the book? Huh? Tell me the fact. Okay. Well, initially, um, Matilda was portrayed as like a wicked, little, irrational little girl who tortured her like innocent parents. simply no. Yeah, and she used like her cycle, psycho-, psycho. What do you call psycho? Telekinetic, okay, her telekinesis, or psychokinetic is what this says here. her oh, uh, her powers basically, her powers. Do you help an unethical teacher who her would become? Powers. I love this
3: aggro <laughs> <laughs> The fact
2: that I can't hear it though, right now. Is, it's like, so it's funny to ask
3: because, because like, like we'll we be beside, beside each other and not have a clue what the other, other th- person th- sounds <sighs> like
2: until we hear it. Yeah. Powers. Well. Anyway, uneth- she would. She was um, using her powers to help an un- unethical teacher who would then become this honey. To um, win at like horse racing.
3: Yeah. What the fuck? I, no, I just noticed I in my monitor that I'm wrestling.
2: I am going to destroy you. Like the destruction? Get we'll
3: get there. In a see,
2: I just did the echo and he didn't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know this picks it up. I don't know. We'll find, out. we'll find out. We'll find out. We could be talking about nothing right now. We have echo features on our mics for some maybe reason. Maybe they don't record. Don't and maybe they don't record. Oh, God. Anyway. So basically... He had that story, right? And he sent it to his editor, an American editor, called Stephen Roxburgh. I almost thought he said Stephen King. I shot him. You imagine? And Stephen King was like, This is mine. This That's sounds familiar. Rolled. <laughs> Rolled. Mm-hmm. Basically, he returned the draft to Rodal and he made Matilda an innocent child, loved books. Um, oh, yes, I love to read. Yeah, it. her power is manifesting as a result of the abuse she had endured. Uh, but then he like he wrote he wrote all the main characters he wrote rewrote rewrote, re-wrote, re-wrote okay. the unethical teacher as Miss Honey, so and Dahl was like okay but I'm not going to publish this. He was like okay but I don't I don't want to go through the contract and so he fired Rossberg <gasps> the editor no yeah no yeah and he was like a long time like friend and supporter like a collaborator yeah yeah and he was like Fuck. no. So then he sold the editor manuscript to another publisher. Yeah. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <coughs> we I don't know who did. Um I I judging by what it said here, I think Roald Dahl sold it. Okay. I don't think he took it and sold it. Okay. You know what I mean? Anyway. Yeah,
3: it's Roldal's writing, I guess.
2: Yeah, so uh but then he but then he's explained later years later that he got it wrong and like, you know, he was right in the first place to do that. Yeah 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 it took, it took a year to write mm-hmm. matilda matilde dead, it did it did a whole year,
3: a whole year. <laughs> i'm not actually too sure how long it took to write carrie okay But a little bonus fact stephen king wrote three pages of carrie and went nah fuck this shit idea right can't do it and crumpled really? it up off the typewriter through the bin beside like the tobacco wash and all this right right and then he comes home from work one day in the school
2: and his wife is like finisher. I want to
3: know what happens.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So if it wasn't for Stephen King's wife, we would never have Carrie, and we would never probably have Stephen King's career. Right.
2: Big well, up, he knows. Big up her. Big up her. Big up. So what about film adaptations? Do you have any? I have a piece of chocolate in my mouth. <laughs> um, there's actually two. There's two film adaptations. Yeah, interesting. Go on. Um, hold on. I have a piece of chocolate in my mouth. Uh... <sighs> Theo has is... just devoured 14 tins of No I have <laughs> this is my fourth one, all night.
3: All this is night. your 19th, I, I can see
2: not... all the open wrappers in there. Yeah, for I'm you? I'm going to have a caramel no, one. No, literally, this is, this is mine, this is mine. What one are you eating? This, I'm holding two wrappers right now. What one
3: are you eating?
2: Uh, this one. The
3: dairy milk.
2: Yeah. It's weird
3: to be the dairy milk around a roses tin.
2: Sometimes you just want a piece of chocolate.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, we also have them in the heroes i have
2: only done two different
3: boxes.
2: Versatile King? No. It can be verse, but art, like What are you doing? Anyway. Oh, um... <laughs> Movie. First adaptation. Yeah. Mara Wilson. It came out. August 2nd, 1996. Two. Absolute flop. Commercially. To flop? It was a commercial flop. Not really was actually. Was it a cinematic
3: release?
2: Yep. Yeah. Um. It only missed out on like two million. The, the budget was like thirty six million, but then mm-hmm. it made only thirty three point five the box office. Oh, okay, but it was one of those movies where people were like, you know, it didn't do well. Like Shawshank yeah. Redemption, like you know, like it didn't do well in cinema. Then like people loved it in the end. It like, has longevity. Longevity, people live, love, love. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the highly most highly critical. That's that's highly that's critically, that's that's highly, weird. highly critically acclaimed. Like you know, family criticated films. Less, and yeah. People love Matilde. So it, they no, actually do. do. Yeah, I'm a big fan. it's odd. Danny DeVito directed it and starred in it. Got Danny
3: DeVito, DeVito, I love Keep your work.
2: Yeah, I do. <laughs> Those are Mean Girls so, quotes. Did you not pick yeah, up on I know. That? I did. I did pick up on it, but it wasn't. Okay. Anyway, well, um, what about the second,
3: second adaptation? adaptation?
2: Well, the second so adaptation came out just what? Let me see, actually. When did it come out? It came out 25th of November in Cine's any What year? This year. This, this year? year Twenty two. <laughs> Shut up. We saw it literally two days ago. Three days ago? It was not. not it was four days. days ago, huh? Oh. Okay, three days ago. And lived. We lived loved. And left. I loved. I, I saw it a few weeks ago. Yeah you, yeah, you saw it a while ago. But it then sucked, saw it again The for my first time. Very good. Um, in fact, that's why we're probably doing this podcast right Would now. you say it's much too good for children? It's much too good for children. Oh, we're literally eating a little box e- of chocolates. Eating a little box of chocolate. good literally what that little scene is for anyone who knows. Anyone who hasn't seen you mean? All right, ho
3: That's another one. Why I tell you, before you go clinically insane, what I tell you about the many fucking film adaptations of Carrie. Sure. Okay, so it all started off you know, way back when in the on the third of November, sorry, nineteen seventy six. Which first November, of all, I, I think, think it's, it's a weird it's a weird a fucking marketing movie. ploy for a horror movie to come out right after Halloween. Yeah, on the third of November the, what, and it could be not bring up over a week.
2: Halloween, the new Halloween, I think just it came out hold yeah, on. It's it's not good, sorry. Um no
3: Halloween ends
2: coming a few months ago, Theo. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. It came out, like, literally just before, like, just after Halloween, I think. No, I think oh, no, so. Oh, no, it cool. didn't. Lol. Wait, hold on. Oh, going to feel like to listeners. Anyway, so, with well, this Megan movie that's coming out, it's coming Anyway, fine. Um, So, it was released, st- Um, starring
3: st- Sissy Spacek, Slay Queen. Lots of um, Sissy Spacek. Way back, back in 1976. And it grossed a fucking huge. 33.8 million. Yeah? Yeah, Stoggers at the box office.
2: 38? 33.8. Ooh, Matilda made 33.5. Whoa, I don't know how close it was. You say whoa, but we we, we, we here, hon. We have three more fucking Carrie adaptations in film. Then, <laughs> we also don't know how much, really, the musical is made as well, by the way. So the film like becomes like an <laughs> instant cult classic right like people
3: cannot get enough of this they praise the performers they praise the writing and because it was only what two years after the novel came out yeah you know a lot of people still hadn't read the novel so it was very very new very fresh which is great fast forward from 1976 to 1999 Mm -hmm. a gap of what is that 23 years yeah. Come on, Matt. Thanks, Matt's. i don't GCSEs. Um, A gap of 23 years, but well, just last because The Rage, Carrie 2, comes God. out on March 12th, and it follows the younger half-sister of Carrie White, who is played fantastically by Emily Burgle, who is also suffering with telekinesis, who finds that her best friend's suffering. suicide was spurred by a group of popular male classmates who exploited her for sexual gain. Oh. Very topical. Um, sort of movie there and it's it's quite sombre it's quite sad however this film The Rage fucking flopped uh, when I say it flopped Theo it lost 14 million ooh. no it didn't Oh, it lost 4 million <laughs> I can't do maths take that back Why, basically it made 17 million at the box office oh, that's not
2: bad that the movie cost
3: 21 million to make right which is insane because the original cost less than half of that
2: god Fast
3: forward, we have another three years.
2: Another We're like, ooh, how do we sort of redeem ourselves? We need a redemption arc. Uh-huh.
3: Brinion and Carrie, November 4th, 2002, straight to TV movie. Oh. Carly here is played by Angela Bettis. Carrie. Um, and in this story, it's a different sort of layout. We don't sort of go along with the in the moment. This is the first throwback. Everything's happening by flashbacks in this movie.
2: Wait, what? Yeah, so basically in the story, Carrie White, um, who's you know harassed by schoolmates,
3: whatever, she disappears. Everyone's like, "Where the, Where the fuck, fuck is Carrie?" Um, and a series of flashbacks reveal what's happened to her Unlike like the 1976 film. This is much more faithful to the book.
2: Oh, I see. Because
3: if I remember correctly, the book starts with Sue Snell in a police office recounting what happened.
2: Classic trope. It's a classic <laughs> trope. It works.
3: Um, but the performances for this 2002 movie, especially badass. Were praised, but the film was criticised for its, like, really shit-cheap special effects. A lack of horror atmosphere. And the long, long runtime. I think it was over two hours. Oh. And, and especially, especially when that's we... not that long. But, but when we, we know the story, we're not going to sit for it and watch it be rehashed. Oh, right, okay, fine. Yeah. <sighs> Last, Last film, film adaptation. Oh, we finally made it. Made it. So, it's Carrie. It's the 18th of October. They finally got their fucking time in right. This is perfect for a Halloween audience. <laughs> it's the 18th of October 2013, and Carrie, directed by Kimberly Pierce, is released in cinemas, starring an award winning insane cast. You've got Chloe Grace Moretz playing the lead. You've got Academy
0: nominee. I don't know if she's
3: won yet, yeah, but Ginny. she has. She won for Still Alice. Oh. Academy Award winner. Julian moore playing margaret white and
2: Julia moore you
3: could not be more perfect casting Love her. for this Great. Um, and it grows a fucking
2: sick 84 million president queen at the box office and the film received mixed reviews with critics calling it oh. unnecessary because you know we've got three of them already we don't need another one yeah
3: and criticizing the lack of originality and scares but they're really happy with the modern updates and the cast right basically they have like <laughs> this one me. doesn't take place back in the day this one takes today. place death, 2013. You know they're there. taking videos of her
2: bleeding out. Well, bleeding, what bleeding with her period phone? dying. You're like, oh, the plug it filter. up, bitch. <laughs> <gasps> plug okay. it up. Can you do? Right, I can't carry what I'm bleeding. You do. You're. you're plug, right. it up, yeah. plug it up, bitch. Yeah. Plug <laughs> it up. Ew, you got your period. Do you know what your period <laughs> is? Plug no. it up, girl. Get a tampon. Stop it. Plug it's it up. is what they say. Yeah. yeah, um, and it's a really sick film.
3: It, it's the first <laughs> film that I think really emphasizes, like, the
2: horror of it. Oh, weird. Of what? Of being The horror of high school. No, but, like, the horror films and, like, Carrie's gonna
3: fucking kill you. Oh. The other you ones seem to be, like, indie, like, "Oh, she's disturbed. Oh, right. And <laughs> this one, it's like, here, fuck, watch out, <laughs> Corey <Coing> Vesperance <laughs> is coming for you. he's just covered in fucking pig
2: blood. <laughs> I don't want to be fucking roped <laughs> into that. What's your favorite... 2000 destruction. Oh, really? Yeah. The pig's blood destruction scene yeah, is a prison two Stein. one. It's so good. I don't like the new one. It's a one. lot slower mm-hmm. and it doesn't really
3: kneel into the horror. But, but I think but like Angela Battis is the perfect. perfect Carrie White. She, she gets that kneel down, down. She gets rolled down to a T. She hits a nail on the head. Like, think, okay. She's so, but to me, like so Cici's
2: fair sex, like wide eye look is iconic and like creepy to me. That's it's good. it's she, Iconic she, and she, creepy. She, she's good. Do but Angela Battis plays the fear of it. I haven't seen that. Two thousand two T V movie. <laughs> <I think> it's <laughs> on YouTube, just watch it. They don't care. Right. Um
3: you, you wouldn't steal a car. Care, but...
2: Sorry, it just came to mind. Did um the, all right. In, what other adaptations, adaptations have you had? Um <laughs> Well okay, well it, it was like Carrie as well. Like, <laughs> like Carrie. They're very a, very yeah, similar. Very similar, live, very live, similar lives. lives, yeah. Um it was turned yeah. kind of into musical. Yeah, by Tim Minchin. He did the music Tim Minchin,
3: Australian. Is
2: he Australian? He, is. he played
3: Judas in the 2012 <gasps> uh, UK Arena Tour of Superstar.
2: No way. He's great... Is he that much of a good singer? Yeah, he's...
3: No, he was auto-tuned oh, um, okay. in the film recording. There was a whole drama about that. But... Oh, really?
2: I literally didn't even know I was bringing that up. Yeah. Well, uh started premiered in December 2010 in Stratford-upon-A1. Fuck so, off. What? <laughs>
3: no, I'll get to it, I'll get to it Is that where yeah. No way <laughs> By the same company, but anyways, continue
2: Okay, yeah, where Shiki, Shiki Deer was born <laughs> Anyway, uh, but then it was transferred to the West End 2011 How then... long,
3: Dealer, sign
2: What? 2010 How oh, long before
3: the original production, stratford upon even and then to the West End, just a year?
2: Yeah, it okay. was West End 2011 and say, then say for nominated for a fuck ton at the Olivier's and actually became, at the time, the most w- awarded show ever. But the Olivier's won seven.
3: That's interesting.
2: Yeah, I, I'm sure it's been overtaken. Oh. Yeah, wait, something recent has overtaken that.
3: Better not be Hamilton. I'll
2: be I don't think it was Hamilton. I think it was something actually like the UK, like. Wait, the Cabaret? You know, no.
3: Recently? Cabaret
2: oh, might actually no. be the most
3: awarded no,
2: company? Wasn't. No, wait. It might have been the new company This G- company swept. I think I don't know. I don't fucking know. I, I don't care. Probably.
3: I think they've got
2: nine. Oh Shit bit. Okay, maybe anyway, then in 2013 two years later Broadway, baby Ooh. Yeah, Broadway, baby and uh It won five Tony's actually after it was uh, opened. Yes. Yes. Everyone loved the musical. I was like yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. We're and it's still open in the oh. West End. Don't think it's open in Broadway, though, is it? Don't think so. No. I believe it's closed on Broadway. Yeah, West End's still open. Where it's been over ten years. Can I just say as well? What?
3: Matilda the musical in the West End has been on my watch list. Like Lizzie and I. Have why tried. have you not?
2: It's so fucking Good. expensive. Wait, why? It's, it's going to be even more now.
3: <laughs> we went um a few weeks back, a few weeks it was like a few months ago. Literally twenty minutes before the performance started, we were like, "Two to you know, tickets left over." They're like, "Yeah, yeah eighty quid." <sighs> like shit seats at uh, the back. Oh, uh, not paying that ridiculous. Now like keep in mind, mind, Lizzie and I got like seventh row center for Book of Mormon for like twenty five
2: quid We got front row or third row or something for Come From Away for Literally. what 25? 20, 25. 25. I was like, you know, I'm not paying over eighty quid
3: to see me kids yeah, but, swinging on swings. To tell me about their life, no,
2: mama. I think it's really impressive, though. But no, yeah, I'm not doing not that. Boring. But like, you say it like, elaborate. sorry, my opinion. Are you joking? I'll just watch it. Let's go see it whenever if it's cheap. It'll be cheap. It won't be cheap. If we could find some hot- We'll see. Why? It's we'll been see. open for 10 years. How are people still?
1: Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash acast. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Paying. Because it's such a tourist trap show it's, it's the same as Phantom and Name is. How much Phantom it wasn't
3: that expensive,
2: was it? And Phantom's don't pricey, yeah. I didn't know. No. I got Mother's. I'll not actually tell you how much I
3: paid for Mother's Day tickets. Can you mind mom, it? Of the podcast. Can you mind that? No, it? No, because on the podcast listeners so just miss out.
2: <laughs> Sorry know the mic picks that up. We okay, get the mic picked that up.
3: I hope she knows. I, I hope she feels <laughs> valued. Um. Anyways,
2: continue. That's kind yeah. You know, anyway, um, we didn't even continue. I don't even know where, where we were. Um, you said it transferred to Broadway and
3: a sweep at the Tonys, at won five well,
2: awards. Well, is five awards a sweep? the Tonys, th- 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 I feel like, yeah. I feel like Hold on, I should have actually taken a note of what awards they were, to be honest. Well, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it was Best New Musical at the West End, the- for the Leves and stuff. And they won, like, an honorary award as well. What year was it in
3: Broadway? 2013. So it would have been the 2014 awards? Yeah. I don't
2: think it won. What? I'm trying
3: to think.
2: Why the fuck do you know all that? I don't know anything about that.
3: like? Like an elephant. I watch and I learn. Okay,
2: well, <laughs> I mean, I don't really care about this, about the um, Olivier's or the Tonys or anything. Okay, that's really
3: Let's
2: continue. Uh, no, 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 no. but just like, no, because I, I wouldn't know that. That's what I'm saying. Like, oh,
3: okay,
2: <laughs> sweet. Excuse me. Um. So, anyway, Dark and girls are, they do, they do, well, actually, do they do well on the stage? Well, let me tell you. What oh, about Carrie White? Carrie the Musical. Yeah.
3: Um, it had a book. By Lawrence D. Cohen, American screenwriter and producer who worked on the original 1976 film. Uh-huh. It had lyrics by Dean Pitchford, who wrote the screenplay for Footloose and also wrote three songs for Fame the Musical, including the title track. It had music by Michael Gore, who has not done Fuck All Else, and I think that's why it fell
2: flat. Michael Gore? Exactly. That sounds. F- Does that sound. Familiar? I wouldn't say I don't know. Why would that sign? Credits, is gore. No so, credits. No.
3: It originally premiered 12 years after the film in 1988 in stratford upon Avon by the Royal Shakespeare Company. Um, Before transferring to Broadway in the same year, it completely missed a West End run.
2: It has never oh. been on the West End, which is very interesting. Was it on Broadway-Broadway? Yeah, Broadway-Broadway. Oh, really? it,
3: Broadway. it had its off-Broadway tryout. In Stratford upon Avon, which is wait, so rogue.
2: What the fuck? Okay, yeah, so strange. But and, anyways, <sighs> it <sighs> actually Jordan. There's First no easy all, way to say this.
3: It fucking flopped.
2: Oh yeah, hard, really hard. As it oh, hard. closed, you it said it closed
3: after 16 previews. Oh my god, five performances.
2: Oh, okay. Wait, if I remember correctly, I think I've seen a little fucking video. Isn't that like weird staging and it's weird costumes? Stage. I'm going to get into it, yeah. Like, it was weird. It's weird interesting stage. Also, can I just say, Michael Gore wrote uh, f- fame? The song, Fame? for the film, Fame? You sure?
3: Because Dean Pitchford done, done the lyrics. lyrics.
2: Yeah, he would Wait, Gore, along with lyricist Dean Pritchard, won the Oscar in 1981 for Best Original Song for Fame. Oh, interesting.
3: Well, I don't trust Michael Gore, so... Anyways... I mean, yep. Anyways. Anyways... You're right, he,
2: he, doesn't, he doesn't have much. Anyway, go on. Anyways... Carrie, musical... <laughs> You'd, <laughs> You'd love to grab a, a point in just a minute. Anyways... <laughs> Anyways... <laughs> right. Carrie, um, <laughs> kind the of musical, opens
3: up Broadway in, in 1980, um, after its out-of-time trial closes, after 16 previews and 5 regular performances, and due to the passionate response from both its critics and its fans the show is considered one of the most notable failures in broadway theater history wow literally to the point where a 1991 book written by ken mandelabom was (laughs) under the yeah Um, was chronicled i'm sorry which chronicled (laughs) the history of flop broadway musicals was entitled not since carrie what it was about all broadway flops like Spider-Man: Turn of the Dark, it was called not since Carrie, not since Carrie. Yeah, because it's known as the biggest Broadway flop. Oh, second to Spider-Man. But anyways, Spider-Man's the biggest. Was a 2021 podcast
2: that was called
3: okay. Out for Blood, which documents the creation and the development of the musical. I've listened to it; it's actually quite interesting.
2: Oh, okay. Um. So Isn't... yeah, this is another thing I I've learned about. Because it is a weird fucking musical. Harry. Um. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it, like girl who. There's some people who like have been involved in it. Her like kind of names. Yeah, like, immediately. Yeah. She
3: originated the role. out in Stratford. And, and she Worldwide.
2: played some Disney characters uh, who. She... Anastasia. Like the original in the I'm film not Anastasia, sure, I think. Disney
3: characters, but I know she won big. She won the Olivia for her performance as the narrator. R-
2: okay. In
3: Joseph and the Amazing
2: I think Game she's Game. the voice of Anastasia from the movie Anastasia.
3: From the movie Anastasia, well, while you figure that out, I'm gonna tell oh, you about the Anastasia Romanov in Stratford upon Avon. Okay. Well, it also was the same production that transferred to Broadway, and Wait. cost them. Get this. What it cost them eight million. To move the set to Broadway. it That's how fucking exquisite it was. Million.
2: Yep. Dollars.
3: Eight million dollars.
2: To move a set. A set. A set. Was like, was there a problem with the Royal Mail Service?
3: <laughs> oh honey, they must have used like Deliveroo or something for that price. Del-
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so basically, the massive, literally technically complex oh, production. Sorry,
2: Liz Calloway did the singing for Anesthesia, but this Callaway originally, I think for like when I'm talking about original original cast that I don't think they did it. Was it was It was no no no. I'm talking about before the cast went onto stage and they just did like singing the songs for like a press or something. A workshop. A workshop that works, that's what you call it. She wasn't in, in the workshop, the I original workshop. Anyways, Anyways, anyway. The massive technically competent production which can... was
3: made with the help of designer Ralph Kultai. Lovely What's surname. Marry me, mister. And featured <laughs> pyrotechnics, lasers, automated scenery, and a fuck-off gigantic <laughs> white staircase that would lower from the ceiling for the final scene of the show. What? With a completely automated lighting rig underneath, which would lower for the final scene to make room for the staircase.
2: Oh, wait. It was so over the top. It was for what so reason? over the top. For no reason, really? For fuck all for reason. That? For fuck all way. reason. Hilarious. Well, to <laughs> be fair, I've, I've, I've seen a bootleg. Lasers! I've seen the bootleg. Oh, you yeah. have? Yeah. Oh no. Well, and I mean, it is gorgeous watching, watching 40 years ago. the
3: destruction happen <laughs> on this grand white staircase. Is it, like, kinda cool? Because it's the whole stage, the white staircase, so whenever the blood drops, it covers the fucking stage. Ooh! It's so beautiful to look at. Like, oh. it makes me love it even more. But, but, like, just have the whole thing set there, maybe? Yeah. And not just lower it for the final thing, because then we're like, where the fuck's the circuit Anyways. Anyways. The production was plagued with fucking script, technical problems, like injuries, like the whole lot. Ah. Basically, the crew was unable to die with fake blood without causing the microfilm to malfunction. True. Nightmare. Rewrite, rewrites continued after each show. And the programme cited a song called Once I Loved a Boy, which had been rewritten and retitled when, when there's no one prior to the first performance. performance. So critics, critics were, expecting were expecting a song that never came, which obviously isn't going to put them in a good mood.
2: Oh, so and obviously it was on the programme.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Get this. Barbara <laughs> Cook, who portrayed Margaret White, the mother, yep. resigned and she was nearly decapa- decapitated by an elaborate set piece. The White's living room during Open Your Heart on Opening Eye, which was her first song. Yeah. That she she agreed, agreed to stay on, on until replacement could be cast, which turned out to be for the remainder of the run.
2: Oh <laughs> my. It didn't last. Wait, so how did, it, how did she need to get decapitated by a set? Does it say? No. I don't know why. What? But God, mad, what the hell happened? <laughs> the show was successfully <laughs> revived off Broadway
3: in 2012. You okay. and I. YouTube the the destruction destruction video video from from it. Just prior to the It's interesting. The performances are insane. Oh yeah. They use a lot of projections, which I'm not a fan of. Rather than having like actual stage effects. Okay, yeah. Yeah, It's a lot of productions. But it it
2: it worked, I guess. Great vocals, great
3: acting. Well and you know shout out to the song I remember how those boys could dance. I don't know. Because it is the best I will go on record. We'll argue this to death. It is the best Act One closer for any musical ever. Okay. It's insane. It's insane. It's, it's, it's so listen to it. Got on Spotify after this episode and literally listen to I remember how those boys could dance. Fucking hell gets me going. It's Carrie White being like, I'm going to the poem. And the mother's like, You're not fucking going to the poem because I remember how those boys could dance. Spilling drinks on Friday night. Basically. <laughs> Her mother. Her mother was sexually assaulted. Oh, which resulted in the birth of Carrie White. No way. Yeah, oh. at like a prom or like a dance or whatever it was. So basically, oh, sure, Carrie White's like, I'm going to the prom, and her mother's like, By fuck are you? No, and she unleashes all this trauma on Carrie White, and Carrie like, Carrie White's like, No, I'm going because Tommy asked me and like, no, I'm going, and she's like, You're not going, um, and her mom like tries to leave. She's She's like, the rain's coming, and I have to close the windows. And then Carrie White's like, I'll get them. And then this is the first time (laughs) you proper see her telekinetic powers on stage. Mm. She's sitting beside her mother, and the window's shut.
2: (laughs) Sorry, the (laughs) way that you're telling me. The window's shut. So I've got got goosebumps. Slays. I'm I'm obsessed. I'm sorry, but I'm just picturing her sitting in her bed, and the window's shut. And you're going, oh, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, to the music, she's like, I'll get them. And it's like, do, 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 And
3: then okay. the boss's like,
2: witch, witch.
3: And then Carrie White's like, I'm not afraid of you no more. And she <laughs> leaves. And that's <laughs> i <one's over. laughs> you, ever. Know, right. I know it seems so comical. Like, I get so hyped over this, but you need to experience it. You need to watch a bootleg. Like, you need to listen to the song.
2: May way. Right. Okay. I
3: remember how those boys could dance, baby. Get your finger out of his. Get those fingers away from math feeds.
2: Oh! Did I hurt your feelings? <laughs> I hurt me? You actually smacked me in the Do apple. you have anything to add, boy? No, you've said bonus research? facts. I've done, I have bonus facts. Bonus. Um, Jesus, the things that I, I was saying. <laughs> the things that I said there, I, that I had ready for bonus facts, I literally just had to throw in because you already have written. and said so much. Don't, we need to still need to do the whole. Look how much time we. What, what time, time is we're it? We're like on forty minutes. Oh, easy. We've twenty minutes
3: left. We're on average podcast. Mm, okay. Basically, right? we still need to do the fact, fight. Number one,
2: we need to fight in the podcast.
3: There's a strong Cinderella vibe to the character of Carrie. You know, she's yeah. actually like shit at home. She's like shit about everyone, but then one person is like, oh, "What? Well, you Can pity her. See from Matilda? Pinstorming Tommy. Sort of vibe. And Stephen King had originally <laughs> intended for her to leave one of her dancing <laughs> shoes at the prom. You know, Shut after up. After she fucking kills everyone. Right. Um, It's more obvious than no, all, but he forgot. <laughs> but he just forgot? <laughs> he just forgot. Uh. He went, oh, forgot. forgot. Um, second fact, King admits that he never actually liked Carrie White, even writing her. Oh. Which goes to show how well it's written, because even as a reader, you feel like you're like, I don't fucking care about her. Kind of like, well, this no. king didn't even, like, but he like, actually he compared her to Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold, the Columbine killers. Oh.
2: Um, and he said that he pitied her, but he also pitied her classmates a lot more. But she was bullied? Yeah. It's oh. Right, the killers. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay, but hold on. Okay, it doesn't matter. No, but he—you just saying that he like he was like, oh, I pity the the bullies for bullying her. He pities, <sighs> her. yeah, yeah. But like they were evil to her. Yeah, exactly. That's well, how so so much he a car. Like, okay, it's, it's it's very weird. weird. Very weird. Right. Okay. But I do Maybe feel like he, he needs to unpack that himself.
3: In in the in the book, Carrie White isn't as like ooh, like meek as she is in the film uh-huh. adaptations. So.
2: Well, the reason why we're doing this is because essentially they're the same uh, fucking story in a way. It's the same <laughs> story, just told differently. Like, just different um, very different to audiences. Yeah, d- different. Yeah. Um. Once five-year-old, once it's Told to five. five. Apparently in the yeah in the I'm book. I'm six, Daddy. I'm six. Oh yeah. Six. <laughs> in the movie she's like i think a little bit older because yeah, of the logistics of having with, like a five-year-old actor okay. killer head headmistress yeah yeah um but they did have a five-year-old actor
3: because mary wilson's young in it like yeah but she's not that
2: young you know there's mary wilson and then there's a young mary wilson
3: who makes packets. oh
2: yeah by the way great casting,
3: she looks, casting. she looks just like, like her but younger you're right
2: it's good casting. well classic. done snaps to them I can't remember what that song was like. No, um... So basically... Basically. You have Matilda. And you, you have Carrie White. And you have Carrie White. Tell me about Matilda. Who the What's your fuck is winning? Case? I think it's Carrie White. To be fair, Carrie White's actually killed people. Matilda has just scared people away. No Although, harm. right. If we're talking about the new Matilda... The musical? Movie? Yeah. The thing she was doing, she had the potential to kill a bit, like, to I, kill her. I
3: disagree.
2: <laughs> right, okay, there's a part in the musical, spoilers? I don't know. Musical but, movie but, adaptation. Yeah, the musical movie, movie adaptation that just came out. Yeah. He She basically forms, uh, <gasps> what's her name? Agatha Trunchbulls. Ah! Who? Who's that? Who's my Her...
3: Um,
2: Uncle? No, her... Step, step something. Step, step... Step husband? Step brother. Oh. Step brother. Step brother? Step something? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> if you know how Matilda goes, I think the Trunchbull lives in the house of this... Ma- anyway. Of my parents, Malcolm. Yeah. And, uh basically stole the inheritance from this honey and now she lives in it and Matilda's find this out and she's created this massive i just (laughs) realized you actually (laughs) fully hear that in the moment i just
3: um jumped jumped into the ten of roses and went matched up because that's that's where the scene happens happens. did we kill kill you yeah
2: right okay she creates this massive um character figure of magnus out of chains? chains and like swings for that bitch picks what like proper, she because she's slow no she does but the thing is matilda's not trying to kill trunchbull because then she gets trunchbull picked up and flown around like amanda threat by the pigtails <laughs> and <laughs> throws her out the fucking window it does but, and she's about to go head first into the ground but she stops her and you know because she doesn't want to kill her but bitch matilda could have coulda woulda but she didn't but, but she, didn't, Carrie but she... White
3: fucking hung people she bitch electrocuted people on the ground she fucking flipped cars bitch she has this power that Matilda par. doesn't have oh, Matilda think... can't do that she's all meek and reasonable be dick no Carrie White's a fucking serial killer no, right. bro
2: Jordan Carrie White okay yeah okay right yes but if there's a life in that situation where Matilda has to try to kill Carrie White I think she could do it no I think Carrie White could do it Okay, I think so, yeah, but. No, carry I White think Matilda, you? since her mind is so big, it's a fucking big brain moment from Matilda. It's so funny because I cannot hear that echo, but I know you're doing well, it. I, I don't novel. even know if the echo's recording. <laughs> Turn my knob on. <laughs> no, because I'm big brain. So creative to do all stuff like that. I think she can just do something really crazy that Carrie wouldn't even be able to think of or smart and she would kill it, bitch. Like, I don't know. No, I completely humbly disagree. Carrie White has education. Oh. Does she?
3: Yeah, Carrie White's a fucking student in this girl. Okay, She has, movies, so she, she has Matilda, her head in the books. She's smart.
2: Matilda's even smarter. She, she's, she's not smarter. Because d- Miss Honey says d- to put it with the 11 year olds, not the 16 year olds. Oh. Carrie White has five years know. of education on that bitch. bitch. No, because what yeah. eleven-year-olds are reading the things that she lists that she read. I was reading *Moby Dick* at nine. What about you, Theo? Jean Eyre* and all the classics. I, was all that. I had and finished *Good Expectations*. What? *Good yeah. Expectations*? That was my bedtime story when I was four. I think I remember reading, doing like a reading comprehension, of *Good Expectations* at eleven or something. Exactly. But it's not an easy. I don't know. was it? I don't remember. Anyway, basically Carrie White would fucking win. Carrie White has the trauma.
3: She hasn't shot Matilda? No, but Matilda okay. was very shoved, locked <laughs> in a fucking cupboard She was a shoveler, belting at and the girl to pray. pray.
2: Okay. Well, both. Well. Neglect and abuse, abuse are, different are
3: different things. No. Matilda well, was neglected.
2: Well, Carrie White
3: was abused.
2: That gives, gives her turmoil to, to go on. Okay, off. Matilda wasn't. Ing- I'm not as, like not as like trying to use their trauma against each other. <laughs> no, no, Matilda wasn't neglected, but also like shoved to the ground by her dad. Yeah, but like she you know, like, beat. Okay, okay. I can't it was beat. Right, but she was emotionally manipulated a lot. She didn't have that support system. Well, you know what I don't like. What? In the movie musical, the having the librarian that gives her a friend that gives her her friend. Yeah. And that sort of takes away. I don't know. I feel like the the friend should have been Miss Honey coming in. For yeah, because think like it's more of a mood for them. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. Sort of, why not just adopt? Uh, why not just like run away with the? like, Well, you can't really run away with a adult person that like That's a bit weird. But
3: and White, she has no No. Apart from Seuss sort of trying to be mates and be like, oh, I'm so sorry, we I threw a tampon at your face. But like, Harry White's like, nah, I don't trust you, bitch, because my mother says don't trust you. Mother You're says center. don't trust you, says ahead, not to Okay, well. Do the witch reference.
2: Also, can I just add up about like, the movie musical? Whenever, until it gets adopted by Miss Annie. He fucking just, cares. No, just, no, she just went... Can I take her? Anyone? Is that what you want? Yeah, okay, bye. But in the movie, like, you know, signs of adoption He's papers, like, mm, has them. The room, like, there's a whole, also, like... did you
3: not think th- it was weird? Sorry. What? Did you not think it was weird how, in the musical adaptation in the film, it's Mrs. Honey's idea, idea, idea to keep Matilda for herself. But in the original movie, it's Matilda's Ma- like, Ma- Let Mrs. Ma- oh, honey adopt me. I <laughs> have the
2: papers. Yeah, it's Matilda. creepy. I'm oh, like, yeah. Because then, Mrs. Honey's, like, yeah, honey's like, what?
3: Yeah, Mrs. Honey's like, who, me? Yes, you. Get into my house. Um, but in the remake the adaptation of the 2022 musical adaptation, Miss Hanley's like I'll keep her, I'll keep her safe, don't worry she's already been to my house, I kept her for every team. Mm. I gave I her my special little scarf, like it's actually creepy I took her to a cottage in the woods and I gave her food
2: <laughs> no it's kind of weird I know but like, everybody wanted it in the end, everybody
3: <laughs> no, not that
2: no, <laughs> Matilda wanted actual like mother figure, and she was there. Yeah, but Carrie White
3: never got that.
2: And okay, true. Win, because Matilda's not
3: content. Carrie White isn't.
2: But I f- uh, She
3: fucking goes back to your ma. Okay, hold on. She's, she's, trying she's trying to kill her, and her it. ma fucking stabs her. Yeah. That's not family love. That's not adoption. <laughs> okay,
2: fast forward Matilda. She's now the same age as Carrie White. She has a happy family life. Probably happy I life. Actually, she's outgrown like, grown up. Oh, do you think that, oh... I feel like the are talking,
3: because
2: it, comes it from only anger. works when people are shouting at her. Yeah.
3: Carrie White could just do it. She is No, she Carrie White to win. win. No, no Carrie White does
2: gonna... it with anger as well? No, she <laughs> does it with both.
3: Because remember in the movie, in the 2013 film adaptation, she's just sitting in class and she's moving the flag?
2: Well, it's unfair because it has so many different adaptations to fucking draw from. And this yeah, adaptation, absolutely. actually, she does this. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Because <laughs> Carrie White would win. Oh. Carrie
3: White
2: would, wait. Think of it this way. There are fucking
3: three characters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> There's one two Matildas. I what's the musical?
2: I was to the musical. Oh, oh, fuck's sake, okay. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Carrie White snapped Matilda's little neck. She would literally <laughs>
3: fucking choke her up against the wall. Which is so unfortunate. She
2: would choke her. <gasps> oh. Jokey! I've, I've been,
3: been busy! Yeah! <laughs> <That is> such <laughs> a slant. It's on Netflix.
2: I honestly, I feel disappointed that we did done a Matilda episode and barely talked about Miss Trunchbull. The, one of the best villains of all time. Is she the villain of Matilda? Strunchbull, do you think? Yeah, who is? Who would be? I think it's more the parents, parents.
3: because if you think about it as no. parents are the ones that get Miss involved to bully the child.
2: So it is really sort of the parents setting up. <sighs> but, the but the whole thing is about her, her um, overcoming. It <clears throat> is a lot... It's kind of like who's who? Who's the villain in um Margaret White? No, no, no. i was thinking. I don't Skulls. know why this came to mind. You like the Child Catcher it's and Jordan. and um, what do you call him? Reverse to obviously one is like the side villain, one's and the main I'm villain.
3: employ
2: yeah, you villain. Employ me? Excuse me. I do. You work for me in
3: my kingdom of Bulgaria. <laughs> the <laughs> Bulgaria. What's it called?
2: <laughs> I don't know. In my mind. Oh, there's a song to I don't know. Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Yeah. Is that it? Because we're bulgar Yeah. I yeah. We. He says me because I played. That doesn't matter. Yeah, basically <laughs> we were in an amateur production of Chitty Chitty Bang <laughs> <Chitty> <laughs> oh, Bang, like,
3: and I played and Bombers. You played the child's trans. Yeah, a big, big news,
2: a big a a witch big news, a big witch nose, and it fell off on Barry's <laughs> for the first time. <laughs> what? Did it? Yeah, I, I took a bite. It fell off. News, and I I, I made the I made the nose by, bitch. <laughs> You made the nose. You just like woo. Is it you know? Um. No, it was funny, we all laughed. I laughed. We all laughed. We all went, ah, we all came in and we hugged. Obama was, <laughs> and there, bar, bar, Obama was there and you got.
3: And Michelle <laughs> Massage was there. And yeah. she said, Shantae. You, you stick. Stick. She
2: said, I really appreciate how you saved the nose situation. Anyway, I work. love I that reveal of you your natural. Nose. Nose. So, can we talk about how weird the makeup? It? It doesn't matter. It's off a podcast. <laughs> it was a ross. That was <laughs> a niche UK season one reference. Yeah. yeah. It's my nose. It's my nose. <laughs> It's me days. We're getting too off topic. Sorry, yeah. Carrie White would fucking snap up me girls' nails. Yeah, I think she would. She
3: would. And there's actually no two facts about it. Carrie White is (laughs) a sinister. If you kill
2: Miss (laughs) Honey. If Carrie White kills Miss Honey, right?
3: Oh, she would.
2: Then Mm -hmm. that gives Matilda the big motivation to kill that bitch. And I think she would at that point. I feel like Carrie White just has that
3: anger suppressed that she could just do it without a reason. Oh, like, you want her dead?
2: No, if... Oh. On, I want to make a fucking Carrie versus Matilda movie now. Where Carrie Carrie slap. kills Miss Honey and like... I no! don't telekinesis. <laughs> telekinesis, and then like, um, Matilda fights back in anger and revenge for Miss Honey. And she would need to win. And Barack, and Barack Obama's there. there. And Barack Obama. <laughs> <laughs> um, no,
3: Carrie would sue. So win. I've so never thought...
2: So passionately about something, I would put it's all my money on it right, if I could. Okay, if it's Mara Wilson versus Sissy Spacek. Sissy Spacek is one on that. Sissy Spacek is yeah. <laughs> could you imagine? <laughs> Mara Wilson's like, no thanks. Sorry, hun. <laughs> I'm away back home. I'm making pancakes. <laughs>
3: I'm making, do you want one? Do you want to read um, um, I
2: think that's yeah. Okay, fine. Who do you think we'd win? win? Sorry, Is this Trunchbull it, or Margaret Wilson. Oh fucking Miss Trunchbull's we had by the. Fucking, no ticket by the crucifix swing her around and chuck her in the fucking grave <laughs> do you think because <laughs> yeah. margaret wilson has the power of God on her side god it mm.
3: well but gold doesn't see her in the end of the film Just stop the death so maybe, maybe
2: you're right yeah i think Miss trunchbull would <laughs> pussy ponder into the floor pussy pounder. <laughs> that's my joke please welcome to the stage pussy, pussy pounder. Like, he- she has like hammer she has shapit javelin, javelin hammer hem- throw to like use it, she has a javelin, I'm sure, to star her with as well. But what if Margaret White made her guilty? What well, if she told her to pray,
3: little girl? Pray for forgiveness.
2: Do you remember? Oh my god, I forgot one of her. When you know when Matilda's hiding in the house? And then, and then she goes, Come on, fight me like a man! <laughs>
3: <laughs> yes, yes, yes! It's to so laugh funny. into the mic. <laughs> Please, no. I want them to hear, I want them to share.
2: Um... <laughs> No, yes, yeah, come on, fight me like a man, like a man, where are you? Ah, then she goes, fresh meat, fresh meat,
3: that is such that's a serve a of a character. So hey. up the I think if I was ever on RuPaul's Drag Race, if I suddenly had done drag, and I had to do a Snatch King <laughs> character, it would be Miss Punchbowl. Uh,
2: yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I would play it from
3: the angle of RuPaul as a child.
2: I like don't like him <laughs> because he's <laughs> a child. Little boy, little girl, little girl. Really Well, okay. Right I right think that there you have it. The the similarities of telekinetic children. Carrie <laughs> one. I think it's Carrie. I, I think it's Carrie. I'm
3: glad I converted you. A Unfortunately,
2: and i got going to Matilda tonight.
3: r.i.p Matilda. Yeah, our I'll favorite one
2: Daffodils on marbles grave. Is it daffodils? No. Why is it? Is there a significance of the daffodils in Carrie's grave? Does Carrie die?
3: Depends what adaptation.
2: In the original movie, yes. Because the there's guys. a grave, and then she comes out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Such yeah. a scream! I love it. Yeah, And everyone in the movie did theater screams the 1970, whatever it was. Yeah, and, in 1976. Okay. Squeeze. Yeah, we. Everyone Let's... goes, ah! I think, hey. it, yeah. Squee! Squee! <laughs> <clears throat> okay. So thank you. Thanks, guys. That was a Thanks fun for episode. On this journey. Silly little thing about. <gasps> Karen I have idea oh god well if, guys, guys if, if you, you like, like this episode message nice us on
3: Instagram let us know. <gasps> but basically
2: why, why don't, don't we do like, like a winner stays on or we or do it once, once a month where like the winner has, has to, to battle sometimes. someone else okay but the thing is uh, we did this because Matilda and Carrie are similar yeah so do you another telekinetic person I don't, I can name I don't know that's too many telekinetic like... or we could do all stars <laughs> <laughs> We, like, <laughs> Wait hold on, we, we have such, such good ideas. We could do um, employers, yeah we could do this and then like say in a few weeks or something like, we could do like a uh, piece, like simulators even we'll win, simulators even. that's a slur, that's, that's funny. funny,
3: but yeah um so stay tuned for
2: okay. that hopefully, Matilda's um, the first out, I can never see it coming, coming, and you never we saw it coming, coming. <laughs> now pause for the big. <gasps> No, you should have fucking kept that to up. The pause for the big, <laughs> big reveal. <laughs> then you gotta to to it again. Oh, for fuck's sake. Per timing. But
3: I can't do it alone. I'm in a musical theater mode now. Okay, right, enough.
2: Gonna end it now. Thank you all for listening. Thank, thank you all for listening. listening. Follow, Follow for... us on the
3: Instagram. Excuse me. App, one and a half guys. <laughs> Message <laughs> us on Gmail at one
2: and a half uh-huh.
3: at gmail.com. And send us your submissions. Yeah. Don't forget. Yeah. Let That's let one and a
2: half guys number one, by the way. Not, yes, not, not the number word. One, um, send us comments. the submissions of the confessions, please. But yeah. uh, if you also. Oh, yeah, we're going to figure out a way to do it anonymously. Yeah, we're keep gonna keep it an, an anonymous eye on that Instagram. Thing. Yeah, right. And we'll put something there. Let us know what embarrassing thing things happen in the Christmas period. Yeah. Remember, if you want us to ask the cards, ask yes. the deck, let us know in the submission. of course, I'm practical. If you qualified. don't want to, then. Just don't mention it, I Don't guess. mention it, I guess, yeah. We'll do it anyway, but... <laughs> but um, yeah. Thank you all for listening to this. Thank fun you so episode. much for listening. Let me know if you placed your right bets. This might be following. the last episode here of us in person.
3: don't no, it could be. We'll try and maybe record another few. Maybe we'll see. Even bonus content, they love
2: that. They yeah. Oh god. Right. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Thank you all. Bye-bye, bye-bye, Thank bye-bye, you bye. 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 Bye.